2: Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by The Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale.
0: And I'm Vicki Connor. Together, we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today, we're ducking out of the rain to talk about one of the most interesting and oddest attractions in Southern Oregon. A place called the Bear Hotel. <laughs> That's
2: right, the Bear Hotel. And I know what you're you're picturing—Goldilocks or something, right? Testing all the beds, all the porridges. But the Bear Hotel is not like that, and it's also a very much a real place. Though I, I feel like it's every bit as whimsical as a fairy tale would imply. But there's also kind of this, this sheen of secrecy over the Bear Hotel. So, Vicki, this is a place that does not advertise and does not seem interested in becoming like a big popular attraction. In fact, you can't really just stop by to see it. You have to call ahead and make an appointment to get a guided tour. And did I mention that it's owned and operated by a bank?
0: Really? A bank? <laughs> yeah.
2: So, Evergreen Federal Bank owns, operates, manages the Bear Hotel. It's just a, a wild place, I think.
0: How did you even find out about the Bear Hotel, Jamie?
2: Yeah, right. Great question. So, I mean, I was heading down to Grants Pass um, on a reporting trip and just looking for stuff to do around town like I do. And I can't remember if it was like through Yelp or Google or something like that, just looking at like the best attractions in Grants Pass. Right. Um, And the Bear Hotel was on there. And I thought immediately, what's the Bear Hotel and how can I go see it? Because it sounds so fascinating.
0: What was your initial thought when you saw Bear Hotel before reading a little bit more about it?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think, like anyone thinks, when you hear those words together, you're like, a hotel for bears. Like, is this live bears? Is this an actual hotel? Can I stay there? Many questions enter the mind, I think, about the Bear Hotel. And I think that's that's kind of where we are starting today, is with all of those questions sort of simmering and swirling around in our minds. So here to enlighten us today about this very interesting attraction, we have Melissa Vieira, who is the marketing director for Evergreen Federal Bank, which, as we said, runs the Bear Hotel. So Melissa, thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me.
2: First off, let's just get right to the big question here. What is the Bear Hotel?
1: You know, we get asked that a lot. The Bear Hotel is a 23,000-square-foot facility. It's really a warehouse, and it houses all of our BearFest bears. And what those are are fiberglass sculptures of bears, very whimsical and artful. Uh, They're all created by local artists. And they are public art that we put out on the streets in Grants Pass to you know, entertain the people who live here and attract visitors. And it started in 2003. We're still doing it. It started out as something that we wanted to do as just a positive, fun festival. But it was so popular that we realized we had to keep doing it and create a place to store them. And that's why we have the Bear
2: Hotel. Okay, so to clarify, you've got these bear statues you're putting out on the streets of Grants Pass every year. How many statues have been made?
1: Well, since 2003, when it started, there have been 168 bears created. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Now, some of those in the past have been auctioned off and raised money for various nonprofit things that we were supporting. Um, but we realized it was popular, so we knew we had to keep some back. And so we held back 60 that we keep as part of our permanent collection here at the Bear Hotel and also put them out on the streets during summertime. Wow. So
0: why why exactly bears specifically?
1: Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> ask that. Uh, and the answer was asked to our bank president. And his answer was because they're cute.
0: hmm <laughs> because
1: they're cute. <laughs> and, you know, that's that's the truth. If you're going to do something, a public art festival, do something that people really are going to love. And people love the bears. They take their pictures with them. They hug them. They climb on them. And they're very popular. Uh, we also have bronze bear statues out in front of all of our branches. So there's also a tie there. People have come to know those landmarks as Evergreen Federal Bank. And so there's a tie there with bears. So how
0: exactly big are these bears? And I know you mentioned they're made out of fiberglass. Like, So how much do they weigh?
1: They're really light um, because it's fiberglass and they're hollow. They are less than 200 pounds. They're very light, but they are about eight feet tall and then the footing the base on some of them is anywhere from four feet to eight feet depending on the stance because some bears are standing up and some bears are sitting some are walking
2: these are whimsical bear statues right um so i wonder if you could just sort of of describe what some of these bears might look like what does that mean that they're whimsical
1: all right so when we started bear fest we started working with local artists and they're the ones who brought just a ton of creativity. And um, some artists wanted to do, you know, a walking bear and paint a mural on it. And it's just a gorgeous piece of art. And others wanted to um, do something like a bear playing a guitar and a harmonica or doing a ballet. Or, you know, So we have different poses depending on what really struck them. So they're the ones that uh, originally we gave them a mold, and then they got to do whatever they wanted. And then as time went on, we realized, wow, we don't want just a mold. We want to be able to create any pose we want. So today we have uh, little cubs jumping out of pumpkins and <laughs> just all kinds of <laughs> poses that, that make them really fun and friendly.
2: I think that's one of the cool things about walking through the bear hotel is seeing all those different poses The there's the pirate bear, there's bears on motorcycles. You have, you know, um, the bear eating wine grapes, um, like Dionysus, you know, <laughs> you've got just all kinds of stuff there. It, it, it's so, so interesting.
1: Yeah. I think people really laugh. They'll, they'll come through and they'll see, we have one that's riding a motorcycle and he's a, uh, a police officer. And he's Barrack Estrada, and people go, "No, <laughs> it's Barrack Estrada," you know. And then,
2: so good.
1: it just makes them laugh. And then another one, you know, he's Barry Potter. You know, he's oh got the God. glasses, the broom, oh but, you know. And so people <laughs> just get charmed by them and makes them laugh. And they all have their people get to where they have their favorites, and they they have to stand next to them and and take their picture with their favorite. Do you have any personal favorites? Oh man, it's tough because there's so many good ones. Um I'm actually I work here at a bank, but I have an art degree. And so I love all kinds of art. So I just love all these different bears. But the one I can I I could never part with, I mean, is uh the One Bear Band, and he is oh, a band—a bear, band. uh, bear with a guitar and a harmonica. He's got the cymbals on his knees, you know, and he's—he's <laughs> wow. he's got a drum on his back, <laughs> and he's walking on the sidewalk in the direction of concerts in the park, which is another festival that Evergreen helps to sponsor. In the
2: summertime. There's all these bear statues in the bear hotel, um, right. And at least in in the off season. Um, but that's not the only sort of attraction at the bear hotel, right? This is what I was really struck by as I walked in there expecting to see bears, of course. Um, but there's also all these different sort of walkthrough displays. I'm not, I'm not even sure exactly what words to use to describe these, but, um, Melissa, I wonder if you could tell us a bit more about the other part of the bear hotel.
1: We had this warehouse with all these bears inside and then people started coming by the bear hotel and knocking on the doors and saying, I got my family in from out of town. Can I show them the bears? We also noticed, wow, there's big enough space. It would be nice to have more of a display so people could kind of take a tour. And if they're going to take a tour, what do we want them to see? And we knew that most of these people were visiting from out of town or they were friends of someone who lives here and they just want to show them around. So we decided to make the tour the Southern Oregon Adventure. And so when you go through the Bear Hotel, you start out at a spot where where it's Crater Lake. And there's a room that's painted like Crater Lake and you get to walk through it on a bridge. And then you get to go into our Redwood Forest and I know that's hard to imagine, but we have these displays of very tall redwood trees in in the building, and you, you make your way through that forest, and then you go through the canyons and where you see the rivers and the wildlife. and we didn't want it just to be a, a diorama. We wanted it to actually be fun and creative, So we' were really careful of how we created all of the displays. And we were also careful to use all local artists and local material. Um, everything is local material except for the lights. And the bulk of it is all recycled. And so it, it kind of meanders through these canyons. There's a beach scene. There's an a, a underwater cave. <laughs> There's a lot of things to go through. And one of the reasons why that's kind of important to also have is there's a big festival that we hold here at the Bear Hotel every year. And we're really proud of this one. And it's the Rogue Winterfest. Rogue Winterfest is a festival where a bunch of Christmas trees are auctioned off. About 30 gorgeous Christmas trees are auctioned off. And people get to come sit down in the Bear Hotel, have dinner underneath a whole ceiling of twinkling lights and chandeliers that we've made and then go meander through the tour as well and have cocktails and then bid on these trees. Now, since we've been doing it, it's 13 years we've been doing it, um, we're getting close now to have raised over $3 million. And all that money goes to local mental health. And mental health is just something I personally am passionate about, the bank cares about. And so we want to do everything we can to bring attention to that and make it a positive thing. Wow. That's awesome.
0: So for someone who sees the Bear Hotel just, um, you know, looking up things to do near Grants Pass, they see it. Do you have to make an appointment to come in or can you just walk right in and explore?
1: You do need to make an appointment. The Bear Hotel is where we have the bank marketing uh, department. And we're the ones who give the tours. <laughs> so we need to know you're coming. So the best way to do that <laughs> is just call the bank. Um, they'll you know, put you through the Bear Hotel. We love giving tours. So um, And the tours are always free. But we do have to be ready for you when you get here. Gotcha.
0: And so Jamie mentioned that... You all don't advertise the Bear Hotel. Why is that?
1: It never was supposed to be a money-making venue, like something that you needed a ticket to get into or something that we want to charge to. So we don't want to advertise it and give people the impression that you need to pay to get in. So the fact that we're a bank, the way we want to advertise and the way we advertised almost everything we do at the bank is by investing in the community and then people tell other people about it. I love that. If I was to do ads, I would be using marketing dollars that I could otherwise spend supporting a local nonprofit or doing something that was really going to get into my community and make this a better place for the people who live here. And that's why we don't advertise. We just let them enjoy it and tell their friends.
2: I love that. Yeah. Well, I, I'm curious, Melissa. So, I mean, do you feel like the bears are ever going to overrun the bear hotel if you keep making them? I yeah, mean, what's, they, what's the, the future they of are. this space? <laughs> they,
1: they are overrunning <laughs> the bear hotel. Um, yeah. We, we've we gotten to the point where we're we're not making any new ones because we don't have space. And if we do make new ones, and we do get pushed to make new ones, uh, it's only one. And some of them, we found ways to leave them out in town all year. So if we take a certain project on like, our police department wanted one really bad. They had a new uh, police department building. And they said, wouldn't it be great if we got a bear? So we work with them to make a bear. And um permanently have it on loan there in front of their uh department uh so something like that we we do but we don't have a whole lot of more space to to keep housing them here
2: (laughs) gosh well the bear hotel is of course an amazing attraction um, in Grants Pass but of course there's a lot more in town to check out. But we are going to take a, a quick break and we come back we're going to talk about some more of the cool things to see and do around town. All right, folks, we are back talking with Melissa Vieira, who is, uh, with us from the Bear Hotel in Grants Pass. And, uh, Melissa, we've talked a lot about, um, of course, the Bear Hotel. Um, but Grants Pass is also just a really great town with a lot of different stuff to see, um, in town, around town. You know, we're sort of a, an outdoors and travel podcast. So, We love recommendations for listeners. So wondering if there's anything in particular that jumps out at you that you might want to recommend for folks who are visiting that uh, neck of the woods.
1: You know, there is a lot to do here in Grants Pass. We have great river (laughs) activities. Mm -hmm. The Rogue River is world-renowned. It's gorgeous. It's fun. And yet not so crazy uh, that, you know, You can't go out in it and enjoy it. There are parts that are very wild and and give those people who really love that type of adventure really a good time. Um, But there's all kinds of ways you can enjoy this river. And as you're floating down, it is just picturesque. (laughs) It's really gorgeous. So got to get out on the river. There's so much hiking, biking, and outdoor trails. Um, All of the outdoor stuff, the fishing and all of that is just really, really big here. But we're also getting really known for our wineries. Mm -hmm. And we have a whole Applegate Valley that has now got some gorgeous wineries. And when you go there, there's even some walking trails. So if you go to a winery here, you're going to have a beautiful experience with a, a beautiful uh, lodge type winery, but you can also walk around and be in the outdoors. And there's nothing like sitting out, you know, on a beautiful lawn with a gorgeous view and a glass of wine, and that's something that's big here. We got our breweries and really good craft brews, um, and they're they're family friendly and dog friendly. So I think this town really, you know, brings in that. Outdoors, indoors, it's like, you know, you might be sitting on a patio, you might be inside, you might be outside. It's just all um, part of the experience. We sponsor a lot of local events. And you're going to be out in a park and be able to see classic cars, concerts. And because there's a lot of sponsorship and volunteerism in this community, you get to go to those events for free. Hmm. And it's is—it's fun. We've got a big festival coming up, Boatnick. And that's where you get to see the the jet boat races and be out in a beautiful park. So there's a lot to do here. Melissa, I moved
0: here in July and I have not made my way down to Grant's Pass yet. Um, How would you describe... So there's a downtown area, is that right?
1: Oh, yeah. We have a really quaint downtown. And it's, you know, it's got a historic section where the town where Dutch Brothers was made. So right in the middle of town, you got the historic first stand, you know, and um, you walk around. There's just so many cute shops and great places to eat. And, uh, you know, there'll be some live music. We have that first Friday and it's all in the downtown and it's, it's
2: cute. And of course, you've got the, the caveman statue down there as well. Um, the In-N-Out Burger, which people know about who are to stop off of the freeway. Um, we did a, a recent episode on Valley of the Rogue State Park, which is also just outside of town. Um, I love Grants Pass. It, it's one of my favorite small towns uh, in Oregon. And like you said, that little quaint downtown, it reminds me of um, folks up near Portland might sort of think of McMinnville as another town, that's another town that has sort of that quaint downtown feel. Um, and it's a place where you can really hang out in that downtown area and then get out not too far. And you're suddenly in this wilderness area, which is, I think, really cool.
1: That is the mix is that you've got that cute culture downtown, but you can also immediately be on a gorgeous hiking trail or on the river. Or on a jet boat tour that's screaming down, you know, the Rogue River and you're having the best time of your life. So there's so much to do here. Um, you can go skiing. I mean, that's really close. And that's another thing that I think Grants Pass has that other small towns don't is our winter is pretty cute. We're not as rainy. So we have a little bit more dry weather here. And then when it snows, it's a dry snow. And then our downtown, we decorate it, and we decorate it. It's not just decorations. It's uh, one of the things Evergreen does is we also put out these fiber optic panels that sparkle and light up, and they're 12 feet tall. (laughs) Wow. And so (laughs) those are all over the sidewalks, and there's Nutcrackers, and there's Santa, and There's so many festivals. So there's even in the wintertime, there's really fun things to do. Melissa, how long have you lived in Grants Pass? I was born in California. And then my grandparents, when they retired, they came up in the very early 70s and bought a home here. And so I got to come up here and visit. And my parents decided, that's it, we're moving. So they moved here. Um, I went to elementary school here. And then there was this, my dad got a job back down in California. So we had to go back. So I I spent my junior high and high school and college years down in California, but always wanted to come back. When the an opportunity came, I jumped on it and I, I left uh, Southern California and came up here. I've been here now for about 18 years. Oh, wow. And it was the best move I've made. I... I used to have an apartment with a balcony and enormous rent. (laughs) And now (laughs) I have a home of my own and three acres. And I love it. I love it. How have you seen Grants Pass
0: kind of grow and change throughout those 18 years?
1: Well, even when I was a kid, um, Grants Pass was a timber town. And things changed with that. And then people were wondering, no, no, what, what are we going to do? And so Evergreen, the bank I work for, has, was homegrown, started in Grants Pass, and also was very involved with what's going to happen to our community and decided, let's put in our business plan something to help keep this town going. And we zoned in on tourism. Because of all the stuff we're talking about today, is a great place to visit, and, and so we zone in on that. And so it is in our business plan. People go a bank, really? Well, we know that it's good for our community to be involved in tourism. It's been great for Grants Pass to promote that. So it's changed from a timber town into a, a town that's really embraced tourism and all the beauty. The scenic beauty and the opportunity that's available here.
2: Wow! Well, Melissa, you are uh, making—I speak for myself—making me want to go back down to Grands (laughs) Spatz. You should come. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of other folks uh, who maybe have not been um, go down and check it out. Um, So, of course, lots of um, like you said, places to eat and drink, places to see, and of course, the bear hotel. If you're in the area um, and the bears are in the hotel, um, folks, check it out. But uh, in the meantime, Melissa, thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about this. We really appreciate you taking the time.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for coming to the Bear Hotel and, you know, thanks for everything you do for, you know, letting people know all the great communities in, in Oregon, but, but especially our grants pass. We, we love it here.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Melissa. You have a great day.
1: All right. Thank you guys.
2: Yeah, I don't know about you, but Grants Pass sounds great, <laughs> and I especially love the notion of a cute winter. Love a cute winter. Um, and I this time of year I've not been down there. I'd love to check it out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. She sold me on uh, on Grants Pass there, so I'll, <laughs> I'll add that to my list for sure.
2: Yeah, it. I mean, like you said, the wine country. Uh, I've wanted to check out down there. Um, the Rogue River stuff, like if you've not done Rogue River stuff, I, I highly recommend I backpacking, yeah. boating, biking, fishing, whatever you're into. Um, Rogue River is beautiful. Just yeah. absolutely gorgeous.
0: That boat race sounds intense. Got it. <laughs> you can take,
2: <laughs> you can take a jet boat too, from the coast, uh, up the river. If you want, it's a little, a little intense, I gotta say, but it's uh super interesting and very fun.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm going to need to take a visit to the bear hotel very soon.
2: Sounds like it. All right, folks. Well, in the meantime, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel. And here is Oregon.com
0: please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. This episode of the show was produced by me, Vicki Connor, alongside Jamie Hale and Andrew Thien.
2: Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.